All right, what is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in this week's episode, we're going to go over, is it better to do cardio or steps for fat loss? Now, after a week, week long or two weeks long, um, yeah, last podcast was two weeks ago. So after kind of um, a two-week hiatus, if you will, uh, we are back. And yeah, Vegas was awesome. Going to do a quick recap of my trip um, before we dive into things. So uh, firstly, let's see. It was from the 7th to the 12th of August. So Monday, landed, waited for everyone to get in, uh, met up with um, a couple of other people. I think there was Allison and Jeff. And then Ben Cure, he had like a late flight. He man. That dude was going through it. He had so many delays that he had to do with his flights. Uh, and he finally made it in, like, I think, at like, 2 a.m. or something. So uh, I missed him initially. Um, and then we all just got settled to the Airbnb and went to sleep. Um, I, th- I think Allison had to go and pick him up. So, um, yeah, he was going through it. And then and then starting on Tuesday, we had um, started, like, kind of, like, working through, like, our normal weeks and all that kind of stuff. So for me personally, um, just went through like client check-ins as they like came in and like got them back to my clients the day after. Also, we also scheduled in some like time to like really go and dive deep into each of our businesses and kind of talk about some of the things that we are, we see that each other are doing well and some things that we see we can improve with, uh, improve on with our businesses and all that. So um, got a lot of good feedback there and also just feel super hyped to start implementing some new things and to um, possibly um, just start like switching things up and trying new stuff out in terms of like content wise and also um, from like the coaching aspect of always trying to improve my coaching systems and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that, I think that was pretty much it. We also, I mean, obviously we also had some downtime, uh, walked around Vegas, the Vegas Strip a lot and then also tried a lot of really good food in Vegas as well. And I'd say the highlight of the trip is probably the food. Uh, I am such a huge foodie. I think the I, so let's see if I can recap what we ate. So let's see, we all got in like kind of in the, like the late afternoonish, or we met up in like late afternoonish on Monday, and then I think for dinner our first night, um, just the three of us, we went to a Chinese place and had super good dumplings and like super good fried noodles and fried rice. And man, that was that was really freaking good. Um, such really good flavors there. Tuesday. And I mean, we all like kind of uh, implementing like an intermittent fasting schedule because we knew we'd all be eating a lot. And also we didn't want to like actually wake up and for like a proper breakfast or anything. So we pretty much just ate lunch and dinner for most of it. Um, I know Tuesday, um, Ben was like starving because he got in super late the night before. And then he and then we walked over to Walgreens just to see if um, we could pick up some energy drinks and like things are just expensive there. So we didn't pick anything up, but there was like a Chick-fil-A right next door. Um, this was probably like half a mile from our Airbnb, so it was a super quick walk. He picked up like a chicken biscuit or something, went back, and then, man, what did we have on that for lunch that first day? Oh, yeah, we had some really good Greek food. Man, super authentic. I'm staring at a picture of my plate right here on my phone. Um, it was some like lamb gyro and like a nice like um, cucumber Greek salad and then had some pita bread and of course some like Greek stout rice and man that was super good we all decided that we want at least like some fiber and try to eat at least some somewhat healthy on this trip um, but yeah that was that was super good we had that for lunch I also had some really good freaking homemade baklava oh my gosh I, I don't think that I've ever had baklava this freaking good before it was like dangerously good so that, that was freaking good 
uh, and then I think throughout the the rest of the day we just kind of like um, just continue like getting like some work done by ourselves and also you know um, most of us do our client check-ins within like the first half of the week so we are all pretty pretty busy kind of doing our own stuff um, but then we also found some downtime to kind of talk a little bit more about business deep dove into um, our like client systems and all that and how we like um, program and work with clients and all that and then dinner time I believe dinner that first proper night with all of us we went to Gordon Ramsay's burger restaurant it honestly it what I mean it was good what did I get I got like a short rib burger so it was like a really nice like patty and then on top of it, it was like some slow cooked short rib um, which was I mean which was so my main beef was that it was pretty good but it wasn't anything like fucking amazing like when you go to gordon ramsay's restaurant you want to be like blown blown out of your socks and undies right <laughs> so um so for me personally i thought it was a super good but it wasn't like you know 11 or 12 out of 10 i mean the burger itself i mean the the whole meal itself cost about like 30 something dollars and i mean even then the, the fries were like a separate thing a la carte it, it didn't come with the burgers we had to order fries although we did get a chance to split it because it was a pretty big portion so i mean all things considered it was a pretty decent meal, but like I said, I would rate it probably at like 8 or 9 out of 10. Like, but also, if I'm going to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, I expect to be like blown away. I mean, part of me wanted to go to Hell's Kitchen as well, but um, I think reservations, you have to be, you have to book, the, book it like weeks in advance, and we obviously didn't do that. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it for that night. We continued to walk around Vegas, um, stayed out pretty late until probably around like midnight or 1. Um, just continued walking around like Caesar's Palace. We checked out the Venetian, um, and yeah, that was pretty much it for night one. We we Ubered back, and then day number I guess day number two slash three. That was when that was Wednesday. That was when we like spent pretty much most of the day just really deep diving into like a lot of our content. We pulled each of our Instagrams up and just kind of went through content. What we saw was doing well. What we saw. Our strengths and weaknesses are where we can improve on what we saw was doing well and that we can play on our strengths a little bit um, so that was super cool we probably spent around like three three four hours doing that we also had Andy Tate he was a previous guest on this podcast we had Andy Tate um, call in because he wasn't able to make it he was supposed to come but something came up and he couldn't make it so we had him on the call and we like deep dove into all of our content and yeah that was super fun and then that was also the day it was like super freaking dry as well and so i spent like sort of we we all spent i mean we all kind of staggered um um the the other guys had some more work to get done but i was like finished early for that day so i decided to go out to the pool stay out there for a couple hours get some sun um and also it's like it's really nice i can see why a lot of people live in vegas like the the heat itself is like so dry i know the first day that i landed i checked the humidity it was like five or ten percent which was insane because you know standing out there it literally feels like the air just sucking the moisture out of your body so it was a pretty crazy experience because i've never experienced that anything like that before like i said i've been to vegas like as my parents we actually went back in like 08 so at the time i was like what 11 10 11 years old so i don't really remember much but yeah the, the dry heat it definitely is like is just very different and obviously it just feels nice like going to the pool and going to the water um, because the water just dries up so quickly after you hop out um, but anyways like it was just weird and like it's kind of like very very deceiving because you don't you don't really feel the heat 
and, and it's dry but meanwhile you're like getting dehydrated and all of a sudden you just feel like very thirsty when you drink water so yeah it, it can be very deceiving and, and also as someone who's come from like humidity i've lived in hawaii so um i've come, come from a very like humid place here it's like relatively relatively humid um it stays around like 30 or yeah super low it's like it gets down to 20s but for the most part it stays between like 30 and 50 most of the year during the rainy seasons obviously it goes up to like 50 to like 90 for for that part time of the year so i've never really lived in like super dry climates and even then like during the summer when it gets extra extra dry here i have to like like pay attention to like lotioning up pretty frequently and when I was there, I had to like lotion, make sure I lotioned up like twice a day. Otherwise, my skin would just dry out and I know it would crack and all that. So yeah, that was pretty much that for the second full day there. Third full day and man, it, um, that, that week went by so quickly. Thursday, actually that, that night we decided to go out to, um, we went out to Best Friends, which is Roy Choi's restaurant. And it was super, super freaking good. It was like a Korean Latin fusion. It was just basically inspired uh, if you don't know who Roy Choi is, he's a chef that's originally from LA, and then he like started a food truck, and then he like made it big, and he got super successful, and he started out building up restaurants and everything. Man, we had some really freaking good Korean barbecue and a lot of like Korean fusion stuff. Best thing by far that night was this kimchi carbonara. Oh my gosh, that was like one of the best things I've ever eaten, and it's just so unique. And then we just kind of spent the rest of the night then just walking around Vegas. We, uh, my, my friend gambled a bit. I just couldn't find the balls to gamble that night. So uh, we just spent, we probably stayed out again until like 2 or 3 a.m. That night just walking around until we were all like just like pooped and tired. And then we Ubered back. Um, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it for th um, Thursday. Or no, I think this was still Wednesday. I think that was Wednesday night. And then Thursday, we decided to take a trip out to the Hoover Dam. And man, it's such an impressive feat of engineering. I think we went kind of early-ish. Um, we decided to get there around like 11 or 12 and checked it out. Man, like I said, it's super, super impressive structure. And the fact that they were able to do that like so many years back then, it was definitely something. We also like took the tour around the dam as well. Um, that was super freaking cool. I'm just like super into engineering and all that. Um, and yeah, we pretty much spent like the first half of the day doing that. And then we decided to, uh, drive back. We drove back to Vegas. So that's about like 45 minutes to an hour away from Vegas. So there, and then we came back for lunch. Uh, we had some banh mi sandwiches. If you don't know that those are Vietnamese sandwiches and man, those, that was super freaking good. So we had that, went back to the, um, Airbnb and chilled and got some more work done got had some a little bit more of like discussions around like business and work and all that and then for dinner that night we went to monzu which was this very good italian place i had this super good um it was kind of a take on on an old-fashioned if you will and it was super freaking good i asked i just asked for recommendations because I, I was like okay i enjoy whiskey and bourbon what can you recommend me um and i had some had this really good freaking pizza and also it came with this sauce that um that they're like, okay, you know, we, we can't say this is ranch, but it is a mascarpone-based um, sauce. And we've had a lot of people say it kind of tastes like ranch, although we're not allowed to say that as ranch. So I, I thought that was, that was a funny and good time. Um, yeah, so 
that was that was like honestly like some of the best pizza I've ever had in my entire life. And yeah, that that ranch sauce was definitely like it wasn't ranch, but it tastes like ranch. But also, it's like it's just Italian enough, so they couldn't call it ranch and they wouldn't get hate for it. Um, but yeah, and then after that night, we drove back and decided to walk over to the uh, the Bellagio and check out the just check out like the casinos in the area and then of course the Bellagio had um had this really cool garden I think it's kind of new um I I don't remember going to the Bellagio but um yeah that, that's what we kind of spent the night doing and then we just spent the rest of the night kind of like walking around Vegas and I think we ended up going to like this random club we got pulled into this random club it was kind of trash to be honest did not like the vibes there and then just kind of like dance a little bit and stayed out until like three, three-ish. And then we all decided to Uber home and sleep, sleep way, way in because we knew that Friday was going to be our last full day. So we slept way, way in. I think we all got up at around like 10 or 11 a.m. And, you know, that, that's a Vegas lifestyle, right? Stay out late partying and then, you know, um, spend, the, spend the entire day sleeping. So I think that day we took everything super chill uh we all got up late ended up kind of doing our own things until like around lunchtime so yeah so lunchtime we ended up getting some really good hawaiian food it was kind of like hawaiian Me mexican um fusion food and that was super good and then we spent the so the rest of the day again chilling and then we went out to the pool again for like two three hours and then we all decided to just like party hardy that last night in Vegas. We went out to old Vegas, took an Uber out there and, you know, checked out like the Golden Nugget Casino and like Four Queens and just like um, all like the, the Fremont Street experience and all that. So that was super freaking cool. And I finally, I was like, okay, it's the last night. I'm going to gamble. And then I decided to just um, gamble at the Golden Nugget, played some blackjack. And I was, I was up like 60 bucks at one point and then I just kept playing and of course, I ended up losing all my money. I ended up putting, I mean, initially I put in like a hundred bucks. I was like, this is all the cash that I basically have in my wallet if I lose this and whatever. And I kind of went in with that expectation and kind of like no more, no less. So that kind of helped me keep things under control. And also, I mean, I had a fair bit of fun. That was my first time at the tables. So, um, and my friend kept telling me the entire time, it's like, you know, um, don't expect to win or don't expect to like, just don't have any expectations going into it. Just kind of play for entertainment, play for fun and be like, well, you know, if you considered that you had $100 worth of fun, then it was fun to you and that's that's that. So I kind of went into that with that mindset so I wasn't too, like, butthurt from, from losing that money. But yeah, we ended up walking more around Fremont Street. Um, and yeah, saw, saw some a lot of cool stuff. Obviously, there were, like, a lot of lights and a lot of cool structures, um, a lot of cool performers on the street. And then we had dinner at this uh, random place. I think it was just like a American restaurant. We all got like burgers or like chicken sandwiches or whatever. So that was pretty good, de pretty decent burger. I got like the 50-50 burger, which is kind of like a blend between beef and chorizo. Um, so yeah, that was super good. And we all um, walked back to, yeah, we, we all walked back to our Airbnb. Actually, no, we didn't walk back. We Ubered back to our Airbnb. And then we decided to just walk to like the nearby hotels and casinos to check check things out. I think we ended up trying to go to like the Tiki Bar or something. And then they were closed for the night. So like, okay, where, where the hell are we going to go? So we ended up finding another bar in like Chinatown. So we walked over to there. And it was pretty cool. It was like kind of like this Islander themed um, 
bar and we just sat there had some drinks and then just pretty much had good conversations for the rest of the night and then by the time like 4 or 5 a.m rolled around we finally we all walked over to like denny's which is again closer to our airbnb <laughs> and yeah we had some very late night or early morning denny's however which way you want to put it but we had some denny's for our final meal in vegas and then by the time we finished it was like 5 30 a.m sun was starting to rise and we're like oh that's our cue to head back and we truly had the we had like a true vegas experience for that last day where we stayed up basically all night and then of course we were, we all felt like shit the the next morning and then we were all like heading out that next that next day too um so yeah that was pretty much a recap of my trip and god damn i did not expect it to take so long so i'm gonna put the um I'm gonna put the timestamp in the show notes just in case anyone wants to skip it. But yeah, that was pretty much my recap for the entire week. Headed back and like I've been catching up, trying to catch up on sleep ever since. And here we are this week. So yeah, that's pretty much that. So now we can go ahead and dive into the main meat and potatoes of the episode. So is it better to do cardio or steps for a fat loss? So firstly, I will say that the main driver of fat loss is, you know, obviously if you've listened to this podcast long enough or you just have like a basic understanding of fitness and nutrition, the main driver of fat loss is a calorie deficit. And it doesn't matter whether you do cardio or whether you do steps. Now, of course, we can sort of dive into a, a, diff a few different like influencing factors depending on what your specific goals are and how you kind of want to measure um, that calorie deficit. But for the most part, that's the main driver itself. I give my I give most of my clients two options or I give my clients either or I give them just however they want to track their energy expenditure throughout throughout the week. And for me personally, I do not fucking care what type of cardio you do. As long as you choose one that one you can stay consistent with and two you actually enjoy doing it. So I'm not going to make you do any sort of cardio that you really don't want to do or you fucking hate. So not going to make you run or anything like that. In fact, I like, I'm actually like kind of like an anti-runner, although I mean, I obviously have a few clients who, who still do running, but um, I just don't like say like, oh, you can't do running. It's the worst freaking thing in the world, especially if one of their goals is to like run more, run faster, run longer distances and all that. Um, then I'm obviously I'm not going to say like no running or, or anything like that. Just personally for me, I could not see myself running and I will probably never take up running. I mean, never say never, but uh, as of right now, I can confidently say never. I'm never going to take up running as like a pastime activity. So there's that. But all that aside, at the end of the day, as long as you get into a, a consistent calorie deficit, that's what basically matters the most. Now, we can go ahead and dive into like the nuances between cardio or steps. So the main nuance is obviously we're going to go into like the calorie burn factor. So the thing that, so we'll go into kind of like the pros and cons of cardio equipment. So pro is that cardio equipment, you go to the gym and you just basically hop on a piece of cardio equipment and you can do cardio. And if you're someone who like, likes to just kind of zone out on that and doesn't really like to like keep track of like where they're running or where they're walking and all that and feel like steps can sort of take um, like a long time, then cardio is definitely for you. And cardio, you can get, um, you can be more efficient with it in the fact that you can burn more calories in a fewer, in, in in a shorter period of time than versus steps where you have to actively like be moving and taking steps the entire time. Now you can try to like do your steps faster and you can burn more calories in a shorter period of time. But of course, like, you know, you, you can only go fast enough and usually start like running and jogging and all that. And that could potentially interfere with like muscle building and stuff. So 
that's just that's just kind of like a small it's not a huge deal but it's just kind of a small but in there to kind of throw in um and then cardio like i said you can increase the resistance and you can like make yourself work a little bit harder and burn more calories in a shorter period of time so like if you say if you do like a 30 minute like elliptical session and you start off with like one resistance and as you get more and more in shape you work your way up to like the five resistance and obviously now you're gonna be burning more calories because you're having to fight against a larger resistance over the same period of time so as a result you're gonna burn more calories and you can still do that by increasing resistance and you can still do that in the same 30 minute block whereas with steps you know as you get more fit your body might get more efficient at it but if you want to increase your calorie expenditure you're gonna have to get more steps as, as a result now of course that has to go with saying that like obviously both of these things there is a point of diminishing returns after a certain after a certain point um obviously you can't just keep going faster and then like you can keep increasing it faster burn more calories and improve and improve your cardio but at the same time you might be interfering with like the muscle building and the strength building side of things and again this kind of goes back to your actual goals like are you trying to just hammer out and get really good at cardio and burn more calories or are you actually trying to build muscle and strength and build like a lean and toned physique so you you just have to keep that thing those things in mind that like after a certain point cardio just has like diminishing returns so um that, that's kind of a, as far as that goes and then in terms of like the cons i would say that you obviously you need you need some equipment like you need gym access or you if you want to keep stay consistent with cardio at home or something then you need some pieces of equipment of cardio at home in order to stay consistent with it and also it kind of depends on which um mode of equipment that you use now i will say most pieces of cardio equipment are pretty good to like go at the same time as like muscle building um like you know stairmaster elliptical bike i would usually say like low impact so stuff where you're not having to um do eccentric loading or where your muscles don't have to absorb impact or or absorb load that's going to be better to do with like concurrently or at the same time with with uh lifting whereas stuff like running stairmaster though those might have a little bit of an interfering effect with building muscle and i really do want to emphasize a little bit because it it might only affect like in the grand scheme of things maybe like five five to ten percent of your gains so i wouldn't place too much weight on that and the last thing i want for you is to get all like paralysis by over analysis and then you just like overanalyze every single piece of like cardio that you're doing and you're like oh well what if i'm not building this but like you, it might affect your muscle building by like like a few grams which is like you know it doesn't really add up to much and you can still build a pretty damn good physique now of course that's not to say that if you do a shit ton of running you're going to interfere like that obviously like all that sort of adds up if you're doing like high mileage over the course of a week then obviously that has some interfering effect and you're going to have to choose whether you you care more about building muscle and strength or if you care more about improving your cardio and improving your running or something like that so that's just another thing to keep in mind um and that's pretty much it for the cons of like cardio equipment and and also oh yeah oh yeah one one last con of with cardio equipment is that sometimes if you especially if you're not tracking like the calories burned or whatever it can sort of throw off your calorie expenditure because steps steps is always always going to be steps like your body mass x over a certain amount of distance or x over a certain amount of of uh steps that's always going to burn that many calories unless you know you lose a significant amount of weight and obviously um you have less body mass to transport but for the most part that it stays pretty consistent in that whereas cardio equipment especially if you're not paying attention to the calories burned then you know 
let's say one day you're like really hammering over through the cardio and you're like doing really well whereas another day you might be low energy you might just like do like the bare minimum and try to get through and like you end up doing 30 minutes so in that same 30 minute block if you go at different speeds and you go at a different intensities this can kind of throw off your calorie expenditure a little bit i mean it might throw it off by maybe only like 50 to 100 calories but over time this can add up if you're doing this like over the course of like three or four weeks and then of course you notice your progress start to slow down or plateau this could be another factor where steps is like if you're always consistently getting like 10k steps or something then you know you're getting around that very similar you're you have a much smaller uh margin of error for hitting for hitting your calorie expenditure goals now that's not to say like i said with steps you know as you lose more body fat as you get more fit these steps you're gonna have to get more steps in order to like counterbalance and um work against work work against the uh like bodily adaptations and all that but that stuff can that stuff is much more negligible than like actual cardio equipment so um those are pretty much the main differences and of course like steps the pro is that you can get a little bit more accurate with your calorie expenditure but the and of course it's low impact super easy you can just throw on a pair of shoes and you, and you don't even have to throw on a pair of shoes you can just throw on some footwear or you can like just pace around home and you're still getting steps either way so that's those are the huge pro to steps it's also super beginner friendly anyone basically anyone can do it who's able to like uh move their body and then uh the main con is that like i said it takes a lot more time like walk, having to walk like so let's say like you burn 300 calories walking like three miles or something having to walk that much amount of time depending on you know how fit you are and how fast you walk that might take a little bit more time in sort of acquiring those steps versus if you tried to like hammer it out on like the cardio machine you can adjust the resistance and all that you know just intensity and all that so um that just makes it a little bit like less efficient in sort of like the calorie expenditure kind of things um so that's just something to keep in mind but like i said at the end of the day what matters is choosing the mode of calorie expenditure and choosing the mode of exercise that's going to allow you to stay consistent and enjoy it. So again, I have nothing wrong with either of these things. In fact, um, something that I've sort of like worked around or I've come to, or I've come to a, a solution with is that with cardio equipment, don't place too much weight. Like don't track calories so closely that you're like, okay, I got to eat this much calories back or got to pay attention to this many calories burn or whatever. But just sort of paying attention to it use it as data use like however much calories that shows on your either your watch when you exercise or on the cardio machine at the gym like don't place too much weight on it don't think like oh i burned 500 calories i fucking crushed it like most of these devices aren't aren't super accurate but like i said it is a good point of data to to use like let's say it's just not accurate but it says you burn like 500 calories if you are consistently burning 500 calories and then you know you track your calories while you're eating and um you like follow it consistently and you're consistently like losing weights you're losing fat you're getting more definition in the mirror then just know that 500 calories is like a good amount of like energy expenditure to be doing you don't feel overly tired you feel like it's a good amount of time to be dedicating to cardio then that's something to kind of pay attention with um so that you can kind of use it as a benchmark for yourself and then of course you know when you start like plateauing when you start not seeing progress maybe you're like okay i'll just bump this to like 600 calories so that, that's just something to kind of pay attention to so that you can use it as data and as feedback but i wouldn't be like oh i only burned 500 calories today and like just place way too much fucking weight on that it's kind of like the same thing with steps right you know you you hit like 10,000 consistently and then you've lost a ton of weight and of course your body adapts and you have less body mass to move now but 
you're not going to be like, oh shit, you know, this like, I'm going to, I'm not burning as many calories anymore. But you're going to use it as data and be like, okay, I'm not burning as many calories anymore. And if I want to keep losing weight, then I'll need to adjust either my diet training or the mix of the two. And maybe I'll increase to like 12,000 steps now because I know I need to expend a little bit more energy to kind of get that same bang for my buck kind of thing. So I like using it as, as data in that sense. But again, I would not place too much weight on it. So something that I personally do with my clients, and I've kind of alluded to this already, is that we'll track calories burned and then see if we can turn the dials on some things. Um, let's say someone like has no problem hitting their nutrition, but they struggle with the, um, the exercise portion. So I'm like, okay, aim for this many amount of calories. And this way, we know that you're, you're burning roughly, like I said, it's not 100% accurate like any piece of data. So let's say you're roughly burning about 300 calories per cardio session. Let's go ahead and bump that up to like 400 and see if we can get your body composition and get your um, body like trending towards the right direction. Whereas if we didn't track that, we'd be like, oh, what the hell are we doing? You know, you're hitting your calories every day, but um, why are we not seeing progress? So that that's that's kind of like how I like to use it. It's kind of the same thing with steps. If we're not seeing at this, we, if we need to increase steps, and that's what we'll increase with cardio, with calories burned, it's the same damn thing. Um, you can use the the function on your watch or you can use the um, numbers on the cardio machine. Now, again, like I said, it's not gonna be 100% accurate, but it is a good metric of data to kind of like base it off of because um, if something is inconsistently consistent, then you can still use it as data. You just don't take it to heart that you're gonna be burning exactly this many amount of calories and tying too much um, like emotion or just tying just tying way too much like thought into it so that's just kind of my two cents on whether cardio or steps is better for fat loss so yeah that's pretty much it i hope this um episode has helped hope you enjoyed my little recap of vegas um it's pretty much like over the half of the episode half of the freaking episode here so thank you for listening if you made it this far um but yeah glad to be back on the grind glad to be back on the weekly episodes um we'll be going on a trip for another like four weeks or so so you're gonna have at least four episodes of consistent podcasts. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you again for checking it out and listening through. If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review. Be sure to leave a written review as well because I do love reading those. And that's pretty much it. As always, if you have any questions, if you are interested in coaching, I know um, August is a hard time for a lot of people because of summer and all that. And then heading into September, people are just thinking about it a little bit more. So if you need more help, if you want to get in early, then definitely shoot me a DM on Instagram or shoot me an email. But that is pretty much it. I will catch you in the next episode. Peace out and have a great week.